It's the Alexandra and Friends podcast, and we're covering the everyday issues of life, health, and wealth. And as always, we have a great panel of experts with us. Here is your host, Alexandra Fincher. Good evening. Welcome to Alexandra Friends 660 The Answer. This is Alexandra with Courtney this evening. Good evening. And we have a great guest, but right now, we want to tell you about Alexandra and Friends. So this is, show is brought to you by Miller Title, Roberto Perez. Our Saturday show is every night, every Saturday night at 10 p.m. And we're going to take just a few minutes so we can listen to the Clark children give us the uh, uh, Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Well, this is Saturday night, another Saturday night, another wonderful, wonderful uh, guest that we're having. We had an amazing guest last week. We had Gonzalo Herrera and Francisco Rojas from Merida, Yucatan. Well, it was an evening of social media. And you know me, I don't know nothing about that. You do pretty good with the social media. I'll oh. give you that. Oh, Courtney, I, was just, I couldn't understand half of the thing that we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> but they love being here. And I think it was amazing to see this. Because they have a studio in Merida, Yucatan. And um, when they came, well, this is like, wow, you know, <laughs> they were in mm-hmm. first class. So they, they were just like, they couldn't handle it. So um, they want to now, they want to, uh, ha- they have a radio show and they would like to have our producer get an open producer. line with them. So I think you'd lo- you would have loved the show. I'm sorry I missed. Well, that's okay. You had better things to do. I then. didn't have better things to do. It's well, just, well, you know. Well, we had uh, be- the week before that, of course, we had Jody, yes, Jody. and that has been a hot show. I right? know. You know, she said to me the other day, and we weren't sure if it was coincidental or not, but she's had several people reach out to her. She's had a lot more traffic on her Google page, and so I, I hope that it's from our show. It is, and I think one of the, uh, one of the things that I, I'm going to tell you, the American Legion, because the commander, mm-hmm. which was here, uh, Eddie, Eddie, said that there's some of the young people from there. Looked like they really liked that program. Awesome! So, so I'm excited. I think it's our show is been it's it's ten o'clock at night. So you have a lot of people that are not doing anything. Mm-hmm. They're home. They're listening. They're conservative. They want to know what's going on. Right. So. Well, and then also we've got a re- podcast that's uploaded and on our website, Alexander and Friends. So I mean, if you miss it ten o'clock at night, which is usually me because I'm asleep by ten o'clock in, at night, but you know you can catch it on the podcast. So that's awesome. Well, what else is going on in your life, Courtney? I want to tell you that. I'm so excited for you to be here, and we'd like to. I want you to bring together our our evening tonight of telling us how you're doing. I know it's been a tough year with you, yes. your mom, and everything. Why don't you give us a little bit of an update of what's going on? Oh goodness, I mean, it's just it's been a lot, and I think that you know we think about the year 2021, and I'll be honest with you, I can't wait for it to be over because it has not been a a good year uh, when you look at it from a all the negative and bad stuff that's gone on, but there's been so many blessings that have come about that. So I try to think of all of the things that have come about and just the obstacles that have been thrown my way. And, and with each obstacle has been another blessing. So um, I don't really want to go into it too much because I don't want to start crying, but... <laughs> well, if you cry, we'll all cry. Yeah, I know. How's Gigi? Gigi's doing okay. She's had a rough a rough few days, so we think something else has been triggered with her heart. So, you know, she's just... She'll have a good couple days and then she'll kind of relapse back into... Um, that depression, anxiety, you know, she's, woe is me. And then, you know, it's just the health issue. She had the C. diff and that's just the most vile thing that I think anybody can go through and and Google that, but it's an intense stomach issue. She's had the congestive heart failure, Mm. the pneumonia. She's been septic. I mean, she just, we were talking about the other day and she was like, I just still can't believe that I'm alive. And she was like, it's just, I, I would have been dead if you didn't keep fighting for, the answers and fighting for more tests and it's like it's been a constant fight so but it's good she's still here and i'm thankful that you know i have her i get to see her every day so is she on rehab technically she's in skilled nursing and they only do about an hour of rehab a day and that's really all she can do i mean the woman has taken maybe 10 steps in the last we're coming up on eight weeks wow so and all i gotta say is you're not alone Thank you got you. all of us, and it's been a rough year. I think it's really for you, for me, for all of us, because mm-hmm. I went through the same thing right. with my husband. Um, in anyway, so but God is good. It, he is, and as long as you have faith and you believe in God, and you can uh, move forward, and 
all those all the bad things stay behind. Right. Just, so how's work? Work is good. Good. We had lots of opportunities coming up with that. It's very busy. I'm very thankful. Um, you know, in my business, it's very much referral based. And, you know, I just think of this week alone, I'm struggling to keep up and trying to provide great customer service and get a hold of people that are requesting quotes or need help with the claim. Um, it's such a good problem to have. So I've actually brought on my daughter to start helping me wow. with um, with some quoting. And so that's been taking a lot off my plate and it helps her out too. It gives her some money to, you know, be able to feel yeah. like she's contributing to her family more. So And buy her nice. beautiful dresses and her mm. beautiful shoes. Mm-hmm. She loves shoes. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> well, it's been a tough, a tough month and a tough year. And mm-hmm. I think this COVID has not helped at all. And right. I think people have just become so angry with life and uh, being without work or not wanting to go to work because you've got so many issues. And I want to tell you, everywhere you go, they're hiring. Everywhere. Everywhere you go. I'm going to tell you something. So, you know, I had gone through this period of panic where um, I wasn't sure if I needed to go back into the corporate world or if I could still stay, you know, with my agency. And I had reapplied for a corporate job and they are struggling. They, I deal with them on a regular basis and they are struggling to find good people that work hard, that are efficient and accurate. And they offered me $6,000 less than what I was making when I left uh, a couple of years ago. $6,000 less than what they were paying me previously. There would essentially be people making the same amount of money that that didn't have near as much experience as I had. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't sense. make sense. And, it doesn't make and sense. And I appreciate the fact I got through the interview process. And now it's so funny because it's like, how low do we lower the bar? Because the interview was, it was a recorded phone interview where you got questions. It, it gave you the question. It read you the question. It gave you a minute to prepare. And you could re-record your answer for a second time to make sure that was good before you submitted it. I mean, what happened at the time where you're just sweaty palms, you've got one person sitting across the table from you and you had to come up with your answers, you know, and be so prepared. So it's it was interesting, but that was such a, a good thing for me because it got me to the next place, which is going to be amazing. So I'm, I'm excited. Well, and, you know, some of these companies are offering I I drove uh, I, oh Pepsi Cola, fifty two dollars mm-hmm. an hour, fifty two dollars an hour. But the problem I think we're having right now. Lack of knowledge of the pe- of the young college kids mm-hmm. that are coming out. They really don't have the knowledge of ex- or experience or desire, desire to go the to work, work ethic. the work ethic. And I think it's hurting a lot of businesses. And and you also have a lot of people from other countries right. that come and they really don't know how we work. But it's getting very tough. It's getting very tough in the real estate mm-hmm. world. So um, I see Zillow is getting ready to dump I all saw their that. homes, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of homes. They really kind of messed some stuff up, though. Yes. I'm glad they're going. They have really taken over. You know, they took over our field on the MLS that went in mm-hmm. and they started pulling picking, out all the mm-hmm. picking. And then they get also uh, one of the things is if you're if you have a home, you have the you want to know what how much it's worth. You're going so there overinflated, so overinflated or very underinflated. Mm-hmm. So then when you go to show a property, the guy, the person says, well, I saw that, uh, you know, I saw that on Zillow is a hundred thousand dollars, but I, I said, yeah, but you're offering only fifty thousand, right? You know, <laughs> so it just makes it's just really. Uh, but Zillow is having problems. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the, um, I think the open house and all those are, are because they buy the homes mm-hmm. and then resell them. It's a tough job. It is. Real estate is tough. I know. I tell is. you, it's really and tough. You, so you really hit the pavement every day. I know you were saying you had dozens of clients this week and i don't know how you do it i really don't know how you do it and you keep it I all straight eat, i eat uh, um what is it called those donuts what did krispy they call them? krispy kreme yes oh my gosh they are so delicious i, I haven't had, had six a donut. of them yesterday i look at the donut and it's on me so well, i just i, I know it's it. on me too but what you know after, after one year cut <laughs> <I'm just laughs> i suffered last night so anyway so uh billy tatum's not here today right he had to go and get under the house of somewhere mm-hmm. so so we're glad so we have a, a very exciting i'm uh, so excited about that i love when i get to bring the guests yes and so um a couple of weeks ago we had jody wallace i had met her oh, in, gosh, a, she in a she's great in a networking group and i've actually known roy we've known of each other for several years um he was involved in the alan mckinney chamber and and so he is actually um 
a former coworker of one of my neighbors. And so she would just go on and on about this Roy Ponder and how he was just such a cutie and a sweetie and such a great insurance agent. So his reputation kind of preceded him. Um, and I ended up meeting him in the same networking group that I had met Jody. And Roy's got such an interesting story because we have ties to the insurance world. He's done it for years and years and years. And, um, you know, so we have that as a base and some commonality, but his passion is with the weather and he's actually taken that passion and has turned it into a full-time gig, wow. a, a way of living. And so I just really think it's interesting when you have people that, you know, they get up every day, they go to work and they don't love what they do, but then you have these opportunities now, especially with, you know, like you're saying our world and everything else, we have ways to make money where we don't need to get in the car and drive to a building and schlep all day, you know, doing something that we enjoy, but we don't love it. And so I, I, I'm excited to hear his story and how we got into it. And he's going to talk to us about his YouTube channel and his Facebook um, and, and how he's had viral videos. And Is he just, on TikTok? He's not on TikTok. We've talked about this. I'm just not on TikTok. Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. It's, it's, every time somebody every comes time. in. Yeah, but he's already done a great job with his social media platform. So I don't know if he could start TikToking too. And I'm not sure what that would look like with the weather. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe so, you have showers coming in. Maybe. And, and tornadoes hitting, you know, and all that good stuff. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, so I'm excited about that. We've had an opportunity to talk a few times just about you know, the process. And I think with our show, we've had so many guests on here that have really made like what we call the American dream. Like they've done what they wanted to do and they've been able to do it and make money doing it. Um, And I think that that's something that we continuously try to share where, you know, we've got people that are maybe nervous or scared or anxious about taking that next step and fearful of how are they going to pay their bills? Like, yes, they're going to love what they're going to do, but you need to have money to to take care of your family. And so this may be something where if you're listening, you feel inspiration and decide to take that next step. Well, Courtney, I think I'm going to say something for all of us because we all have taken steps mm-hmm. uh, that are probably not the regular, you know, I don't, if I don't work, I don't mm-hmm. get paid. Right. And most people do not, they go to work and they get a paycheck mm-hmm. and they think that's, that's good. Right. But I think taking a, a um, step forward and deciding that you can do it. I think a lot of people that would do better that way, you might take a chance. If you don't fall one time, you don't know if you can get up. Mm-hmm. So my mom used to tell me. I, so 100% I think, agree. I think that, you you know, we work on commissions. We, right. work, we work hard and we work smart, which is not only hard, you got to work smart. Right. But I think if more people would decide to really try out there and maybe take a chance. If you don't take a chance, how you know you're going to win? Exactly. So I think it's important to um, talk about that. And I'm mm-hmm. so excited about Roy Ponda. Yes. Well, you're, the li- you're listening the to pow. Alexander and Friends. <laughs> Check us out on Facebook at Alexander and Friends 660. You can also view our website at alexanderandfriends.com. All of our previous episodes are uploaded there. This evening, our show is really exciting because Billy Tatum's not here. Right, That's Billy? so oh. She is just so mean to poor Billy. <laughs> Billy, we love you. <laughs> And and uh, we just want you to come back so that you can have coffee with our producer, Michael Clark, because he's waiting for your coffee at the do- at the table. <laughs> well, Corny, tell, tell us a lot about uh, the Roy Ponder. Roy the Ponder. Pal. Yes. Welcome, Roy. Thank you so much for coming to our show this evening. Thanks for having me. So um, first off, you're like a national celebrity. So I feel super excited that I am responsible for you being here. I hope that um, your story resonates with people, and I hope in return that people start subscribing to your channel on YouTube. And before we get started, go ahead and throw that out there so we at least have that right off the bat. Uh, yes, you can find me on YouTube at uh, Pow Ponder on Weather. So that's P O W Ponder on Weather. Awesome. So talk to us a little bit about where you're from, how you got into insurance, um, and we'll kind of go through the years and kind of hone in on how you've made the weather your your job. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I, I grew up in Houston. Um, I first became fascinated with the weather back when I was uh, eight years old. Uh, Hurricane Alicia literally went over my house. <laughs> it was like 110 mile per hour winds. Uh, you know, the power was out for three weeks. And, you know, I, I just found myself in awe, the power of, of Mother Nature. And, you know, right after that, I, I found myself kind of watching the weather a lot on the news. Like, you know, of course, I was eight years old. You know, I watched Channel 4, Channel 8, Channel 11, Channel 13. And I watched all four newses just to kind of 
watch the weather. <laughs> so it was one of those things I always loved, but I I didn't actually go to school for. And and then I I moved to Dallas and I I met my wife and I became a runner. I was I'm very competitive. We were in a running group. We raised a lot of money for the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. We did 10 years of that uh, running marathons really all over the country. And so I would forecast for my running groups. And, you know, they would always ask me about the weather. I said, well, hey, we got to get done. It's going to rain at 2 o'clock. It, it rained at 2 o'clock. You know, how'd you do that? I'm like, well, I, I follow the weather a lot, <laughs> you know. And so it was back in really about 2017 because I'd always kind of posted about it on my personal page. My wife is like, hey, we're, we're just going to create a Facebook page for you, <laughs> right? And so you can just kind of talk about the weather for there because I'm kind of tired of you talking about the weather to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's what we did. And that year, uh, Hurricane Harvey happened. And I was able to predict Hurricane Harvey like literally about 12 days before it happened. So, awesome. uh, you know, at the time, that was actually the 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 first major hurricane hit the United States in about 4,000 days. Mm-hmm. It was, a, it, it was a long time. And it, wow. now it seems like it happens every year. <laughs> I know. Um, so, you know, it was a hobby of mine. It was a true passion of mine. You know, I'm a, I'm a weather nut, you know, I love the weather, right? Wow. <laughs> and so I live, eat, breathe, sleep this stuff. And, and so I, I'm a big numbers guy. I have a photographic memory. So I, I analyze things a lot. I'm a big analog guy. I love to, I always call it, you know, put all the, putting all the pieces of the puzzle together. I like to figure it out, right? Because mm-hmm. the weather is like so many moving parts. I mean, there's, there's 112 different weather models on a daily basis, right? And <laughs> you got to figure out which one's right. <laughs> or they, none of them could be right, right? And so I love that aspect, trying to figure it all out and put it all together. And, uh, and then the forecasting of it, the, you know, the, the, the challenge of the forecasting. So I, you know, I did uh, Facebook for two years. Uh, mm-hmm. It evolved over time, gained a following. I was telling Courtney on the way over here, um, you know, I had, I had one of my posts on Facebook back, you know, because Burrow, Alaska goes dark you know, every year for like 67 67 days. days. I just happened to post about that on my Facebook page. This was back in like 2018 sometime. And right away, it like went viral. And what was the content of that video? What, I mean, what was was so significant about it that people just, it was literally a post because barrel is something happens every year. Like the sun does not come up. It's Mm -hmm. complete darkness for Mm -hmm. 67 days. Right. And within like two hours, I was like, people were commenting because it got shared in Alaska I was talking to people that actually lived in uh, igloos. Like, oh my gosh! Yeah. They're talking about their polar bear, and mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I was like, "What is happening right now?" But that over ten days, it had like seventy-seven million impressions. Wow! Or something crazy! Like that. Wow! Crazy! <laughs> um, I was going to ask you. So, did you go to school in Dallas, or you went to school in Houston, or where did you go to college? I actually, I I did not. I mean, I did, I did not go to college. Interesting. Uh, yes. Yay. 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 You can you can do all the things without having to go to college. Right. I am literally 100% self-taught. That's so yeah. awesome. That is so uh, awesome. That so then what got you awesome. into the insurance world? Well, back in uh, you know, I met my wife at work actually, uh back in 2004. Um I actually left that. I started the insurance business back in 2004 and uh because I wanted to have a a, a new career then versus you know, what I was doing. And so, uh, when I started the weather, I became, I, I created the slogan protecting you before and after the storm, which really fit within the insurance business. Mm-hmm. And I, I ended up, I went to, a, cause I networked a lot. I was in a lot of chambers within the community. I, I gave back a lot in leadership classes, the whole nine yards. I went to a networking meeting because one of the guys, um, was doing a presentation and I was like, Hey, I can go as the weatherman and not as the insurance man. So I went as the weatherman and, you know, sometimes, you know, it's like, Hey, I do insurance. Like, Oh, but I do the weather. Like, Oh, that's interesting. Tell me about that. It's like, then I found myself just talking about the weather all the time, but Uh then gaining clients that way. Mm -hmm. So I literally just talked about the weather. (laughs) So, cause that's what I love to talk about anyways. And, and uh, so, yeah, this, the, right after that, I started a YouTube channel. Um, 
you know, I came home that night and I, there was a guy there that actually had a YouTube channel and that's interesting. I met for uh, lunch and, and he's like, Hey, you know, I follow you on Facebook. Yeah. I think you should chart a YouTube channel. I think you would do really good at, um, can you forecast nationwide? I'm like, well, wow. I've never done that, but I, I know I love the weather, so I could probably do that. So like I went home that night, started a channel and, um, and yeah, so it was, it was, so I, I mainly focused on Facebook locally and then nationwide on, on YouTube, because of course you're starting a whole new platform and, yes. and it's like, no one knows pal. I know no, no wow. one knows that. I remember when I first had the first organic follower, some guy in New York commented about the weather <laughs> and I was like, that's working. <laughs> you know. Now what happened? Didn't you say something too about there was a storm in Jamaica and you ended up gaining a pretty big following down there? Well, last year, yes, they had a lot of hurricanes. Uh with back when they exhausted all the alphabet. Right. They had Zeta, Ada, Iota, and uh, they were in <laughs> in the Caribbean in October. Yes. And and Jamaica was near because they were always in the line of fire uh-huh. of those hurricanes. And I started gaining a, a big following in Jamaica. Wow. Um, you know, so. Uh, Were you also with the Haiti situation that when they had the Haiti? Um, I remember when they had the earthquake there and, right. and uh, they also got hit with several storms. Storms as well. after that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's one of those things about YouTube. You can you meet Anywhere. people all over the world. Wow. <laughs> You know, so it's good to hear that you were eight years old when you started with it. Was this your? How did your teachers or your school were they part of making getting you to be part of the weather uh, or learn a little bit? Or I was probably one of those guys that was kind of like always on the sidelines. I uh-huh. mean, it wasn't really noticeable that I really loved the weather because I, I mean, I, I would sit there and look at models overnight and for hours and just study weather patterns because the stuff I, I love to do. Because I mean, most people are like, "Hey, what are you doing?" I was like, "Well, I'm kind of." Watch, you know, look at the weather. <laughs> wow. So how do you get all your information on the weather? So? Well, I, I subscribe to all the different weather models. Um, the European model and the in the American model. And yeah. So are, I, I probably pay ones? for seven or eight different subscription services oh, from from websites to, you know, uh, apps on my phone. This is and, I know Alexander's um, probably we're in each other's head right now because we both are looking at each other like deer in the headlights. But like. Who puts the models together? Is it all the satellites that are up in space? Like how? I don't understand. Explain that part to me because I don't. Where do the models come from? Who does that? Oh, well, there's I mean, they, they run. There's like I said, there's 112 different models every single day in the GFS model, the European model, Canadian model, Icon model, great, great, you know, uh, German model. There's there's tons of different models. And and um, but yeah, so they they they, they get updated, um, you know, like. Two o'clock, four o'clock, at all different times. But where do they get their data from? Is it from the satellites, and is it from readings and precipitation and all this? Right. Stuff? I'm trying to be fancy weather here with balloons, the weather terminology. Yeah, weather balloons. There's them all. They all kind of feed into you know you have, you have my weather weather underground weather flow tempest mm-hmm. weather station okay. weather stations national weather service and you pull all of NOAA. that together when you're reporting. You look at all of that. Interesting. Uh, yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of pieces of the puzzle that you put together and analyze and. But I mean, I have the same. I'm technically not a meteorologist, uh, but I had access to all the information technically a meteorologist does because we all look at kind of the same stuff. And and um, it's just how you would maybe interpret a lot of the stuff and how you put, kind of put it together is uh, maybe different from because, like I mentioned, there's not typically one model that's like the bulletproof model. It's going to be the the be all end all. That's that's the what's going to happen. <laughs> Interesting. So. Have you ever worked for a, a TV station or doing the weather? No, I have not. So you don't stand up there and say like this: <laughs> "This is New York." Wow! Yeah, on the green screen? Yes. No. Mm-mm. Alexander, you need to like his Facebook post because any time we're going to have to like it so that we yeah can put we're going to share our it on our Facebook. Yes. yes, but I mean, any time that there's a storm coming in, uh-huh. you look at it, and there's like thousands of people that are following along with his lives. And and what's super cool is that he's accurate. It's not just some guy that subscribes to all these models that sits in front of the computer and just talks. Like he is actually super uh, engaging and he reaches out to the people that are commenting on the Facebook post and he's giving information that is impacting people to prepare them for, to the, prepare storms. for the storm. Yes. And, yeah. and that's the great part of it. Cause I mean, 
you know, I think back in the day we would all turn on the TV and see what some of the people, more famous mm-hmm. people are that are on the weather mm-hmm. channels. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now it's moving to, well, what's Roy saying? And I mean, being in insurance and, you know, knowing a lot of roofers and people that deal with, um, you know, storm destruction Storms. and things mm-hmm. like that. They're like, well, what's Roy saying? I mean, it it's amazing. Well, I'm just looking at his Facebook right now. and mm-hmm. Boy, he looks so professional and he looks like a, there's a thunder and rain and tornadoes <laughs> on the background. So I'm I'm excited. You've got 33,000 followers on your Facebook. Just on Facebook. We need Just to pull up Facebook. his YouTube yes. next because I do want to talk about that. Yes, yes, yes. So let him tell us a little bit more of what he's going to be talking about in the next uh, segment. You're listening to Alex. <laughs> You're listening to Alexander and Friends. Yes, definitely check out Roy Ponder's Facebook page. It is. Roy, why don't you give us your information? As Roy Ponder, it's Pal P-O-W, Ponder on Weather. And it's the same for YouTube? Yes, Pal Ponder on Weather. Excellent. It, you can Google Pal Ponder on Weather, and I, I pull up everywhere. And we're going to link all that information to our Facebook, Alexander and Friends 660, along with our website, alexanderandfriends.com. And the show is brought to you by Roberto Perez and Miller Title. So, Courtney, we have really exciting Yes. 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 This week we have the weather. Last week we had um, social media, social social media. The week before that life coaching. I love that. I love it. And I think Billy went to see Jody she did. yesterday. Yes, so we can't wait me. to see what he does. She probably told him, you better go get yourself under a house and just stay there. <laughs> Billy. <laughs> hey, I've known Billy for a long time. He's an amazing. He is. Amazing, amazing. And, and I, I really think that he, we need to get him to introduce too. Oh, for sure. That way. We yeah, can... that would be a really good idea for a structured foundation. Yes. Do you have a foundation company that you are, already work with? Mm-hmm. Well, no? good. This is great. You no. get to meet him. Awesome. Yeah, yes, that yes, would yes. be a really good And connection. they both are cute, so what else can we do? Well, tell us a little bit more. Are you married? Yes. You have children? I am, I am married for 17 years. I have two boys, uh, 13 and 16. Are they in the weather, into the weather also? My little one is. He, he kind of favors me a little bit. Um, a little bit, not, not, not like he's going to become a meteorologist or anything, but uh, he does have like some of the apps on his phone, the the radar on his phone. And So do you ever have people ask you, how how are you doing weather if you're not a meteorologist? How, how do you do that? I am kind of unique when it comes to you're that because it's, you know, it's, it's kind of rarity that I, you find a guy like me that has a true passion for the weather that is actually. That's the word right there. Mm-hmm. It's the passion. passion. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all about the passion, you know, because, um, like I mentioned, I'd probably be doing the weather when I was doing the weather without, you know, getting paid for it. You know, it's just, you know, because I, I, I just love the weather. <laughs> so, so now that you said paid, uh, how do you get paid? Well, um, well, nowadays, you know, my platforms are Facebook. Mm-hmm. I've, I've got sponsors on Facebook that advertise their business on, mm-hmm. on my page. And then I also have a YouTube channel as well. Then, um, you know, of course I make videos every single morning. Um, i I upload a lot of content every morning. You can uh, see it, the latest newest video, which I did this morning. I probably do 30 or 40 videos because sometimes it's twice a day. Uh, it's seven days a week as well. And, but no, you get what they call AdSense on, on YouTube. So as, as people watch, the, the longer they watch, the more ads they watch. Uh, you, YouTube kind of gives you a kickback. Um, I have affiliates as well. I've got like 10 affiliated companies that I have products that kind of give me a kickback every time someone Excellent. gets something. I've got my own, I would say my own fan gear, shirts, I see mugs. That. <laughs> Did you see that? Boy, I saw that. I love your little cup for my coffee. I little think we need cup. to order. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Let me ask you this. At what point did, did you start being able to monetize your videos? Like, is it a number of views? Is it a number of subscribers via YouTube? Like, how does that work? Well, typically like, Facebook, for I mean, uh, YouTube, for example, uh, typically their criteria is once you get to a thousand subscribers and then uh, 4,000 uh, watched hours, then you become monetized. And it's something that YouTube does for you. They they put the ads. You don't really have any. Control. They reach out to you and they say, hey, we need information. No, like- they just automatically do it. Um, as soon as you hit that criteria, you're approved and they put the ads. I don't I. I have no control of what ads play or anything like that. They just do the ads. And um, I have control of maybe what type of ads they play or like the like the banner ad or if mm-hmm. I want to play before the video or after the video or within the video and stuff like that. But I don't. I have no control on what 
you know, what, what type of ad plays on my channel or anything like that. And uh, how many subscribers do you have now on your channel? I have a little over 90,000. Wow. So is there a milestone with YouTube? Like, is it 100,000 where something else happens or? Well, once you get to 100,000, uh, you become like what they call verified channel. On, you get the uh, check mark. You get the check mark. Cool. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's kind of like a, it's like a major milestone with mm-hmm, uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. And plus you get the, uh, the silver creator award, it, like a plaque from YouTube at a awesome. hundred thousand. There's different yeah. milestones once you get to like 250 or 500 a million and things. But, um, does the monetization change like the comp structure for to that my knowledge? All? No. Um, it's based on like CPN CPMs and like the demand for your channel. Like, um, I, uh, it, it's a YouTube thing, so I'm right. not sure how 100% all works. I just I just talk about the weather. <laughs> so, I mean, for people out there that maybe have a lot to say or, you know, want to share whatever they do, whatever their passion is, I mean, is it something where literally you can just start making content, uploading it, and then just keep promoting yourself and keep your fingers crossed that it gets monetized? Oh, I mean, oh is absolutely. That- oh, and anybody can do it. I mean, anybody can start a channel and start talking about whatever they're into and if they're, whatever their passion is and talk about what they love. I mean, I've, I've known plenty of people and it doesn't like, you don't really have to have the greatest mic or all this technology, all this greatest ability. I mean, a lot of people started just filming on their phone and talking about what they love to talk about. And that's kind of how I got started. I mean, I remember back in, in the Facebook days when I was like literally just holding my my mobile phone up to the screen. <laughs> what do you do now? Do you have like a ring well, light now, and well now I got and everything? I have that and I've upgraded you have a nice over the office years. with your rocking chair. <laughs> but but I mean ultimately you don't need all this latest and greatest mm-hmm. equipment to get started. The main thing is to start. Like you know it, it you can just you have a cell. Everybody has a cell phone. A lot of people have a cell phone nowadays. They all can have video and you can literally record the video and upload it from your phone. I mean, interesting. So how do people find you? Let's say, how do I know instead of turning channel four or channel five, how do people know? They can find me on Facebook. Okay. And I'm on pal ponder on weather. Mm -hmm. They can find me on YouTube, uh, pal ponder on weather. You Mm -hmm. can Google. Mm -hmm. I'm also on Twitter. I'm also on Instagram. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty easy to find. Um, I, I live in Dallas now. So I forecast for my local community Typically, when there are storms, I go live for the entire duration of the event. Wow. Uh, a lot of times the news stations, you know, they only tap in if there's a tornado warning or tornado on the ground or stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I literally forecast, you know, maybe six hours, seven hours at a time. Depends on how long I, ne- I, may, I need to um, for the entire duration of the event. And it, it puts people's at ease. You know, um, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Especially if you're traveling and like, you know, like I do or you do, mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you're aware of what's happening. I travel a lot. So and then on, on YouTube, the I, I do nationwide. I've literally forecast for the entire country. You and, have some amazing affiliates uh, that that sponsor your show. And mm-hmm. I do want to talk about that because, you know, it's something where like Roy is he's loyal. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he does have an exclusive agreement with pro nail roofing. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see them advertised on his mm-hmm. uh, pages. And that's something where I can speak to pro nail. I know the owner of the company and she's amazing. She's an amazing businesswoman. She's fair. She's honest. And she'll always do the right thing. Like her integrity is top notch. So it's something too, where I love to see those partnerships being created. And that's why we were kind of asking about structure foundation. Like there's other companies out there that may have that same kind Absolutely. of makeup that could be a good connection for for Roy and you know it's so, like I mean, your title for us and it, we bring exactly. in other people yes yeah. uh-huh yep one one of the, your affiliates are very or seem like their very their ad advertisement is very very good at least what I see here. one of my affiliates is the weather flow the weather Tempest flow, yes. is, is a weather station that I have personally myself oh is that yours and, and it's well, it, it's not personal, but I own the product. You own the product, and it's it is phenomenal. It's it, it was actually designed by twenty five different meteorologists, so they put a ton of research into the product, and it's it's all solar. It takes like five ten minutes to install. Literally, it's so easy because it's all a, it's a five in one system, and then there's an app on your phone. So I kind of like it because even when I was on vacation, I got the note notification that hey, it's raining at Pal Ponder. <laughs> And you have, a, you do also educational seminars? 
I do. I've gone to a ton of schools and done uh, seminars on, I usually talk to a lot of the third and fourth graders and talk about the weather. A lot of times in March, they have like weather segments. And um, I have done like presentation for companies um, about how, you know, hell forms and how all that, like mainly for roofers and stuff, uh, to, you know, things to look out for and things to look, you know, but yeah, so I, I, I do that as well. So you're an amazing entrepreneur. That's what I have to say because I see your pow, your pow fan gear. Wow, I love that little cup. <laughs> Alexandra is trying to tell you that she wants a cup. Oh my god! Oh, that's <laughs> the alpacas. There was a funny story. There was a uh, I live McKinney, and there was an alpaca farm in Salina. And then one night during the storms, you know, I I have up to like you know fifteen twenty five hundred people follow me at one time and watching me live. You know now, and. Uh, so I'm like literally focused on this tornado warning that's over my house, you know, over my house. And everybody was asking about, well, what about my alpacas? What about Dave's alpacas in Salina? Well, I, I guess I was overlooking the comment because you get a lot of comments, mm-hmm. right? Coming in all at once. And then finally my wife texts me. It's like, can you please answer Dave and his alpacas? <laughs> it was funny because, you know, so they, but, but yeah, it was like big hailstorm that came over Salina and it was alpacas were out in the field and was worried about his alpacas, obviously. So I ended up reaching out to the guy the next day and he was gracious enough for me to come over to his house and we all took a group photo and everything. Yes. And so, yeah. So then I actually created a shirt. Says, yes, uh, I see that. Pal- Very nice t- uh, shirt. Alpacas. <laughs> I love, I love the I love the little cups. You even have a phone. Uh, yeah, the phone the case. The phone case. Mm-hmm. You, you you're just uh, really doing well. So, um, do you have a lot of people order from here? I do. I've had a lot of shirts. Uh, it's, uh, that um, sweatshirt sweatshirt was a big oh, item. Oh, this this is really and really the, cool. The coffee I cups. The coffee cups are my favorite. A lot of times, you know, the people because a lot of them they you know listen to me every day. It's like, hey, I spend the. 15 minutes out of my day listening to pal with my morning coffee <laughs> so why don't you tell our listeners about how they can go and get all this nice gear especially the cups i'm on uh, teesprings.com but yeah i have a website it's ponder on weather so you can go to my website ponder on weather.com and all my all my fan gear is there all my affiliate links is, are there and but that is my main website is a uh, ponder on weather.com so you're going to tell us what the weather looks like in the next couple of days? Absolutely. So next week is upcoming Thanksgiving week. And so we do have a cold front, kind of a mini cold front on Monday. I think the high temperature is around 60. But everybody wants to know about Thanksgiving Day, right? And, uh, you know, so there is there is actually another cold front coming in on Thanksgiving Day. So it's one of those one of those things. I think the high temperature is like at midnight and then we kind of fall during the day and there's like rain chances. So it's going to feel up it's going to feel more like thanksgiving you know in the 50s snow maybe. no snow <laughs> snow is a little bit of a rarity in november it's only actually done that 7 times in 123 history i feel like i just want to throw random questions out to see if he knows like just yes let's do it i, I mean i can't even think of anything off the top of my head but it's like he said he's got that memory he yeah, probably so has it all in been, his brain. We, we yes we have data going back realistically since uh, 1898 and so we have, that's where I talk about analogs and, um, but yeah, definitely hit me with some questions. Well, this is Alexandra and Courtney Hello. and Mr. Roy Ponder, the Pow Man <laughs> is here with us tonight. We're missing Billy. Are we? I am. I miss Billy. Yeah. Are we? Yep. And yeah. we've actually got our producer, Michael Clark, that's joining us on oh, air yeah, this yes, evening. Our produ- well, hey, Billy, when you stay away, guess who takes over? <laughs> <laughs> Lose a spot. Hey, there's a spot. Michael Clark is our producer, and we're very glad to have him because he puts up with us and helps us a lot to make this radio show a success, and we need it because we are amazing. <laughs> so, well, Mr. Michael Clark, tell us a little bit what? about, uh, kind of tell us a little bit about your your children that do the American oh, the yes. Pledge of Allegiance. my children that do the Pledge yes, of Allegiance at the please. beginning of the show. Yeah, I've got a three-year-old boy, a six-year-old girl, and an 11-year-old boy, and a 15, almost 16-year-old boy. And they do the Pledge of Allegiance at the beginning of the show. Sometimes it's just the two younger ones. Sometimes it's the whole crew. If it's the whole crew, it kind of sounds like I'm joining in because my almost 16-year-old has a voice like, like this. Yes. yes. <laughs> and he actually, he mumbles more. So, Just like me? I mean, I'm from Michigan, so I mumble, but he mumbles more because he's a teenager, you know. So, <laughs> But uh, yeah, they love doing that. And whenever I put it to him to, to record a new one, they, they send it right back to me. Awesome. Well, it's amazing. 
Well, Michael actually wears lots of hats here at the studio, and I think you do something with the weather for one of the other shows. Yeah, for one of our sister stations, I do report the weather. So Um, you don't actually research the weather not a lot it just does it just come to you in like a memo or something and you just no i have to go find it oh, okay so Interesting. You know, takes, do you do you now minutes. think that you could go to roy ponder on weather and maybe check out his forecast hey i've already subscribed since, the, awesome. since the beginning of the show started oh wow yeah. <laughs> so roy was saying that he's got the memory that um has photographic memory. photographic and data and analysis so not my wheelhouse so i was wondering maybe if you had some Fast facts we could throw out there and see if we can stump them. Uh, yeah, absolutely. What's the lowest temperature ever recorded in uh, at uh, Dallas uh, DFW Airport? Negative eight degrees. And what year was Nineteen ninety nine. We got dates and everything. Here we go. Hold on. There was no airport then. Absolutely. Yes, it has changed five locations. Uh, the latest one was DFW Airport back in nineteen seventy three, and it still is the official recording site. Last year, we got the negative two, which right. actually was the second lowest of all time. Uh, there was three years. The last time before that we went negative was 1989. We went uh, negative back in 83, and also 85 was a cold year as well. I remember 89 because there were pipes bursting all over the place in downtown Dallas, and I saw that on the news, and I was freaking and out. And that when... was a December yeah. one. It, we, that was the one that we had eight. That's uh, actually a little early in the season for it to do Oh, that. absolutely. Yeah, for us. Was there an um, electricity issue then, or it was literally just the pipes? Like not, just not for me. I didn't see any electricity issues back then in '89. Do you know anything? Well, the longest that? time that we've been below freezing is 295 hours. That is the record for DFW below freezing uh, consecutive. Yes, right. And that was when? Well, that was '89. '89. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Interesting. That's wow. So you had mentioned uh, earlier in the show that you know it was 4,000 days. Since a catastrophic Since Hurricane type, Harvey. Right. A major and now hurricane. it's major hurricane. And now it seems to be the catastrophic events are starting to pick up. Why is that? Why are we seeing so many more craziness with the weather? I mean, is it El it, Nino? Well, there's there's El Nino, there's <laughs> La, La Nina, <laughs> there's um we're right now we're in a La Nina. Uh, we're forecasted to be in a La Nina. All I don't know what that early. is. What is what I don't even know what it it's is. It's just winds coming from a different I mean, typically, part of the world. La Nina implies cooler waters in the equatorial Pacific. Our water, our weather's really based on the subtropical jet, which is the southern jet stream. When it's basically less active, you tend to be drier, essentially. But but La Nina typically is overall warmer conditions, but you can get a more extreme type of events with big big heat waves, big plunges of, of polar air, kind of like what we had last year. This is kind of unique because we had back-to-back La Ninas. I have a question to ask. Who names the hurricanes? Well, they're every every six years they get they so, but they basically a hurricane is named uh, the same name every six years, unless it's bad enough they can retire it. So, like well, who Harvey, is the, who is they? Well, it's the it's the, the national or the, I forgot the organization, the proper are they, are organization, they, are they global but, organization, global organization. But they 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 name they come up with the names. They come up with the names six years in advance, essentially. Ah. So, wow. so and the names are recycled every six years. Well, they do recycle if they're not work bad enough Got to it. label retire. Like Got Hurricane it. Harvey's retired. Never Hurricane see that Ida again. is retired. If it does a lot of destruction and damage mm-hmm. and maybe has like a lot of deaths and stuff, then it classifies. To, hey, there was a Hurricane wanna... Michael, wasn't there? Back in 2018. Wow! Whoa. Whoa! See, this there's another question. <laughs> yeah, so... nine nine hundred seventeen millibar. It, was category four at, at landfall, and then it got readjusted to category five, like literally like six months or a year after it happened. See, wow. he's got an eye for data. Oh, no, it, it was one of those storms that I was actually intensifying. And in fact, I think literally it, it became its the peak actually right on, on shore. Right and, and what Mexico where did Beach, it make landfall? Mexico Beach, Florida. Mexico Beach, Florida. Okay. Wow. What was the big one that hit uh, Hawaii about 10 years ago? The big one that hit Hawaii. That's on I the could just see like side. the Rolodex going uh-huh. like through his brain. <laughs> I can see that. Maybe, maybe it was more like 20 years ago. But I know that there was one that hit Hawaii a um, couple years ago. And then I think they had another big one. There's, there's Hawaii gets, it's very rare for a storm to make it all for the way one, yes. to Hawaii to land as an actual hurricane or a storm. Wasn't there there's Ike? so many Hawaii? Hurricane hit, Ike hit Houston. Hit Houston. 2008. Right. Okay. 
So which one hit Hawaii? Do you know the answer to this already? No, I just have friends in Hawaii. I don't know the name of the thing. <laughs> there's only, to my knowledge, there's only been three recorded storms to hit Hawaii. Three and recorded storms. I guess I was thinking of Hurricane Iniki, but that's been more than 10 years. I can't even remember my own driver's license number, let alone all this. This is impressive. <laughs> He's very impressive. Very I impressive. I tell you, and he speaks very well, but I think uh, one of the things that I see is that he loves it. He is passionate oh, when he's sure. talking about it, you know. And the storm is coming in and is really ticking down. I'm going to tell you something. He is involved in networking groups to talk about the weather. I mean, what, what is, I mean, you know, when we think of all the networking and <laughs> rubbing elbows and trying to acquire relationships to, for business and stuff like that. And I mean, he takes time out of his day to go and just share his passion with other with people. Weather. And I love that. I mean, I love it. there's yeah. 5,000 other things you could be doing. You don't technically get a benefit off of that, there's right? There's really not... nobody does what I do technically. Right. Well, not I... technically a meteorologist, mm-hmm. right? Right. Uh, right. You know, that I go to networking groups to talk yeah. about the weather. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I think what I like about him is he really cares about mm-hmm. it. He's talking about He's like me. I care about what I mm-hmm. talk about. Very. Few I'm a very a detailed person. Detail. I get a lot of yeah, those comments on my that. channel. I, it's like, I love the detail that you put in. Because I always talk about, I analyze the data. I was like, if a model showing this, I tell you the reason why a model showing it. Maybe these are lagging indicators. These are forward-looking indicators. You know, if this happens, hey, 10 days down the, lo- down the road, this is probably going to happen, right? So that's the kind of stuff I really get into and... Well, I'm going to say that you study constantly. You're studying all the time because you have to be able to be knowledgeable. Oh, it's one of those things that I... Your brain is going all the time. My brain is going, right? Just like mine. (laughs) Mine is going all the time, so... And even when I put my videos together, it's kind of like you're putting together a movie. You know, you're you're analyzing the data. What I'm doing is I I structure it to, to make it understandable for the average audience in layman's terms, essentially. And so there's a lot of data, but I take the big picture break it down and put the pieces of the puzzle together so you can understand on just a kind of a layman's term level that, Hey, this is what I got to look forward to. Hey, I'm going on vacation. I'm going on vacation to Pensacola next week. How's the weather going to be? I get those questions all the time. Hey, the garage isn't cleaned out yet. (laughs) And I really should probably do that to get my car parked in there before the hailstorm. Oh, I can't tell you how many people, I mean, it's pretty impactful. One time I was forecasting the night that had 10 tornadoes in Dallas. And it wasn't until like three months later, I was at an event, you know, Hey pal, it's pal. I just wanted to tell you, you know, you, you, you changed my life. You know, my parents that night you were forecasting, you know, I was able to call my, call my dad. My dad was watching the football game, had no idea there was bad weather going on. Technically he got up and I was talking about the, the, the tornado on the ground heading to forest in 75. Uh, he literally lived right there, got up, saw the transformer blow outside his window. 30 seconds later, they were able to get in the bathroom. 30 seconds later, the roof felt came off their house. Mm. Oh my gosh. And it wasn't because, you know, I was, they were watching me live mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, or at least a, a family member was watching me live. They were able to call the parents and warn them. And if it wasn't because of my live coverage, who wow. knows what could have happened? But that's awesome. Um, that is awesome. Yeah, I love it. That is awesome. I've got another um, trivia question for you. If we can yes. fill some time here, we got four minutes left. Okay, great. Well, we have yes. yes. So, uh, what's the deepest hail fall ever in Texas? The largest? Sure. Yeah. Inches. It actually just happened in Hondo uh, by San Antonio. It was uh, measured, I think they actually measured it 6.38 inches. It literally just happened because it was actually two back-to-back. There was a big storm in uh, Burnett, Texas. But before that, it was, well, the Wiley event was a, a 5.25. But there were two two storms that beat that, I think, back in, what do we call 2010, maybe t- 1948. Uh, but they were like 5.5. But that Hondo uh, Hellstone was recorded about, I think, 6.38. I thought there was one that was more like four feet. That's what I was going for. Oh, like the the depth? Yeah. I don't know about that. That That's probably a less calculated record as far as like the depth or like the compounding. Four feet sounds pretty substantial. I used uh, to read I the, could see uh, six inches maybe in parts of like West Texas and stuff. But, right. I read the Guinness um, Book of Records a lot, and so I was... Well, there's, I that. mean, there's some crazy storms in Italy and stuff. Match but, made in uh, heaven over here. Is this <laughs> but yeah, that's probably a less 
but how, you know, how many feet, you know, hail piles up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've read there's stories about uh, drifts of hail, like drifting onto the road and being taller than the cars and stuff. Oh, my goodness. I... Yeah, I know. I mean, if, if you have a hailstorm that, you know, you have the updraft, right? It falls mm-hmm. and the, the updraft is, you know, it's like a tumble. It's like a dryer and it just lifts it up and up and up and it just keeps falling and falling and falling. And yeah, I mean, it can pile up pretty, pretty substantial. Well, I want to make sure that Roy gets his information back out there again. So he said he's right over 90,000 subscribers on YouTube. Let's try to get him to that 100,000 mark. Um, We're going to go ahead and link that information to our Facebook at Alexander and Friends 660 and also on our website, alexanderandfriends.com. But Roy, go ahead and throw out all of your platforms um, and let us know, our viewers know, where they can like, subscribe, share, comment, and view your, your information. You can find me on YouTube at Pal P O W Ponder on Weather, Pal Ponder on Weather, as well as Facebook Ponder on Weather. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram. My website is PonderOnWeather.com, so I'm pretty easy to find and get a hold of and reach out to me. And there's even a little chat feature on my website that you can reach out and ask questions and everything. Awesome. And when you get that plaque from YouTube for the hundred thousand followers. Uh, come back and take a picture with us on the. Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. 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 Well, I've got to say one thing. People do not need to go to college to become as, as professional, successful, passionate, and passionate, impactful. Human you can being. do it. Exactly. You can do it if you have the passion and if you want to take the time to learn and get it done and you're, and you're willing to take chances. Mm-hmm. So we're very glad to have had you here. Our show talks, we talk about life, health, Wealth and love, and tonight we have it all. So, thank you so much for being here today, Roy. I'm so glad. Thanks uh, for having me. I, I enjoyed well, it. Talk to Courtney. She I was. Know. She's I been bragging Courtney. about you all this time. <laughs> I kept. I was. I was thinking you were coming in with all this gear to kind of give us a, an example on the map and going around and show everything. So, you know, I'm used to watching those ladies on the on on the weather. They go from one to the other. So, thank you again for being here. Courtney, the show is brought to you by Miller Title, Roberto Perez. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Y'all have a good night. We'll see you next weekend. Have a good evening. You've been listening to Alexandra and Friends, the podcast. Reach out to us on Facebook at Alexandra and Friends or write us an email, alexandraandfriends660 at gmail.com. Be sure to mark us as one of your favorite podcasts so you never miss an episode.